guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So I'm going to get you into a story today that is one of my favorite stories. It is so relevant for our day. In fact, it's going to take us a couple days. So we're going to take today and tomorrow to go through this because I think there's so many things that can really bless our lives with this story. So it's Matthew chapter 20. It's called the parable of the laborers in the vineyard. And I just want to take you through this quickly and then kind of show you what this looks like. So it says the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that's an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers unto his vineyard. So this guy's hiring day laborers just to come work for him for the day. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them to his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour. So let's say early in the morning, saw others standing idle in the marketplace. So he goes back and he sees other guys, said unto them, go ye also into the vineyard. Whatsoever is right, I will give you. And they went their way. The sixth hour and the ninth hour. So you're looking at noon and then at three o'clock or so. And did likewise. About the eleventh hour, found others standing idle and saith unto them, why stand ye here all the day idle? They said unto him, Because no man hath hired us. So he said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, whatsoever is right, that shall you receive. So when the even was come, so when that six o'clock time period, you know, you're clocking out for the day. Lord of the vineyard said unto his steward, Call the laborers, give them their hire, beginning from the last to the first. And when they came that were hired about the eleventh hour, they received every man a penny. You remember what was agreed upon. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more, and they likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured unto the good man of the house, saying, These last have wrought but one hour, and thou hast made them equal unto us, which have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered unto them and said, Friend, I do thee no wrong. Didst thou not agree with me for a penny? Take that thine is and go thy way. It's a great statement. You've been blessed with this. This is what is. You take it and go. I will give unto this last even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with mine own? Is thine eye evil because I am good? So the last shall be first and the first last, for many be called, but few are chosen. Okay, now let me back out for a second and just kind of show you what this looks like right here. Okay, so you've got every person who is agreed upon a penny, right? And you see the guy who comes in at 6 a.m. all the way down to the guy that comes in at 5 p.m., one hour or so. And what do they get? A penny. Now the question is, is this fair? Okay, and that's an interesting word. Fair is a funny word. You know, I remember hearing someone say that whenever their kids would say, that's not fair, and they would say, well, fairs are places where pigs get blue ribbons. So as we're going through this idea of fair, it reminds me of a story of a friend of mine who served as a missionary years ago. He said when he was a 19-year-old missionary, brand new, he said they met a guy who was almost 90 years old, and he had lived this life of excess. Like he'd partied a lot and just had lived this life of just, you know, the party atmosphere sphere. And he'd gotten to a point where his health was just very poor, but he comes in at age 90, finds the gospel and loves the gospel and knows that it's true and asks to be baptized. So you got this 19 year old kid who sees this 90 year old man. And he said, I was really starting to envy the fact that he came in and I was like, this isn't fair that he comes in at the 11th hour and gets the same reward that I'm going to get. And what was interesting as this uh, friend of mine, as he was uh, confirming, they had baptized him and they were confirming this guy. He was envying his sinful lifestyle. I was like, boy, 
like, wouldn't that be cool to be able to do that? Well, here's what happened. So after they had confirmed him, this man just turns around and just kindly says, you guys are so kind. I'm so grateful that I met you. And he said, if only I had met you 70, 80 years ago, my life would be so different, but I'm so grateful to be able to have the blessings of God at this phase of my life. And at that point, he wasn't necessarily looking at fairness as much as he was looking at the mercy of God. Now, with that said, I would feel really remiss if I did not defer at this point to someone who just crushed it with the explanation of this parable. And it's Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, his talk back in 2012, where he talks about the parable of the laborers in the vineyard. I would love to just show you this whole talk, but what I've done, Elder Holland said that there are three messages that are crucial to understand about this. So I'm gonna show you message number one today, and then I wanna come back tomorrow and bring up the last two messages and we'll kind of put it all together. It's a great thing for you to talk about as a family. There's uh, an individual you can study it out, but I think it's awesome. So lesson number one from Elder Jeffrey R. Holland in his talk called Laborers in the Vineyard. So go ahead and watch this. Surely never had such compassion been seen in all their working days. It is against that reading of the story that I feel the grumbling of the first laborers must be seen. As the householder in the parable tells them, and I paraphrase really only slightly, my friends, I'm not being unfair to you. You agreed on the wage for the day, a good wage. You were very happy to get the work, and I'm very happy with the way you served. You're paid in full. Take your pay and enjoy the blessing. As for the others, surely I am free to do what I like with my own money. Then this piercing question to anyone then or now who may need to hear it. Why should you be jealous? Because I choose to be kind. Brothers and sisters, there are going to be times in our lives when someone else gets an unexpected blessing or receives some special recognition. May I plead with us not to be hurt and certainly not to feel envious when good fortune comes to another person. We are not diminished when someone else is added upon. We're not in a race against each other to see who's the wealthiest or the most talented or the most beautiful or even the most blessed. The race we are really in is the race against sin, and surely envy is one of the most universal of those. Furthermore, envy is a mistake that just keeps on giving. Obviously, we suffer a little when some misfortune befalls us, but envy requires us to suffer all good fortune that befalls everyone we know. What a bright prospect that is. <laughs> Downing another quart of pickle juice every time anyone around you has a happy moment. <laughs> to say nothing of the chagrin in the end when we find that God really is both just and merciful 
giving to all who stand with him all that he hath, as the scripture says. So, lesson number one from the Lord's Vineyard. Coveting, pouting, or tearing others down does not elevate your standing, nor does demeaning someone else improve your self-image. So be kind and be grateful that God is kind. It is a happy way to live. Okay, so that lesson number one. There are going to be times in our lives when someone else gets an unexpected blessing or receives some special recognition. May I plead with us not to be hurt and certainly not to be envious when good fortune comes upon another person. We are not diminished when someone else is added upon. What a great message for you and I. Now, tomorrow, like I said, we're going to hit lessons two and three, and they're very relevant for our day. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.